Hello ladies, welcome to episode 6 of Alive and I am so excited today. This is the show where we bring you exciting and informative content. Yes, what a day to be alive. And on this show, you are guaranteed to catch expert insights and opinions on matters regarding health, wealth and lifestyle. So ladies, remember to subscribe, like and share using the links on the description area and i am so eager to know what you ladies are thinking about the show today so follow me on twitter at alive podcast one and on instagram at alive podcast and also wilma underscore mwangi today i have a very amazing guest on the show one thing i i really appreciate that she was able to get time to come and talk to us and i will let her introduce herself because i want her to tell us what she does and one thing that the world does not know about her so karibu good afternoon i'm happy it is a pleasure to be with you guys and it is a pleasure to thank the lord to show us another day my name is Maureen Wangare Kashawa, I'm a recovering alcoholic. It is just a pleasure just to be with you guys and to hope that you listen to everything that I'm going to talk about. This is reality. It is not a game. So I hope that you will listen and you will learn something from whatever I'm going to tell you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Wangare. So you've not told us one special thing about you. Uh, one special thing about me <laughs> is that uh, I'm a very good cook. Wow. I'm a very good chef. Yes. So <laughs> in case of birthdays, wedding, Wangari is here for oh, you. Oh, yeah. That's, that's amazing. <laughs> I, didn't know, I didn't know that exciting fact about you. Yes, 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 yes. So on today's show, we will be talking about alcohol and drug abuse. This comes at a time whereby most of us, and I'm sure you have a friend or a family member, or you yourself are going through or are using alcohol or any drug of any sort. I am here to talk about it with Wangare and uh, let you know, give you this real life experiences. You have this feel of what it is to fall into addiction because it won't just come overnight. Yes, Wangari, it won't. Yes, that is true. It doesn't come overnight. Yes. It just, you don't find yourself taking it. Mm -hmm. The first thing that I know that is a very bad factor is peer pressure. Yes. And I think we all know that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You'll take the first sip or maybe you'll take the first smoke and that will be the end of you. Mm -hmm. Everybody has some genetical, our genetics are not the same. Mm -hmm. There is an X factor. Like for me, I didn't know that when I see pakareds, <laughs> I'll fall to addiction. Yes. yes. But I thank the Lord because he has been faithful mm -hmm. and he has taken me from very far mm -hmm. yes most people would say it's an illness which uh, is characterized by a destructive pattern use of illegal or legal drugs or medication and uh, this is a fact that there are over 190 million drug users all over the world 
So that's a huge number. And according to statistics, a report done by NACADA, 18.2% of Kenyans aged between 15 to 65 years are currently using at least one drug or substance of abuse. Most commonly, you'd find uh, alcohol being abused, you find cocaine being abused, tobacco, uh, mira, cannabis. These are drugs that are readily available. That's They're true. there. That's true. Yes. They're, They're in the market. They're in the market. Yes. yes. Like for us, eh? me, myself, I'm very proud because um, I'm a recovering alcoholic. Mm -hmm. Like for me, we call it lock. In the morning, you cannot do anything. You cannot do whatever. But these days, even the times at people used to ask for IDs or anything, these days there's nothing. There's nothing. So you'll go, mm -hmm. you'll get it readily available. Mm -hmm. You'll get even drugs that you've never used that are being put in the alcohol that we are taking. Yeah. So these things are not at a, like Kitambu, what you used to say at Yapana, mm, as it it No, 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 everywhere. Now you can find Even You can find it, it's true. Even in primary school, secondary school, in institutions, That's you can true. find that kiosks are selling to kids. Yes, and you don't know. Alcohol or tobacco mm, or cigarettes. True. Yes, yeah. that's true. And then, like uh, in the recent past, I think it was uh, last month or mm -hmm. something, mm -hmm. how many children have you had in secondary and, and rest? They are being taken with uh, cannabis. Mm -hmm. the, the people find them in the bus stop. You've taken your child to school, but instead that pocket money, we go together, me and you, we know that well, we are going to do what we are going to drink. Another thing mm -hmm. people don't know. These days, alcohol is not like the way we used to go and buy it in the supermarket or wines and spirit. These days, there's cheap liquor. That cheap liquor is mixed with drugs. Mm. When I was in rehab, we used to take the hazapam. That was because of shaking. Mm. So you leave it, the shakes and everything because we have withdrawal symptoms. Mm -hmm. These days, you'll go and buy alcohol and find that these people have already put the hazapam inside. So now, that is double trouble. That is addiction times two. Okay. Yeah. Could you tell us more of uh, the substances you have used before? Okay. Um, other than alcohol, I've used uh, cannabis, I've used mira, mokoka, and cigarettes. Okay. Yes. How old were you when you started using these drugs? Um, I, was, I was around uh, 17. Because yes, I was 17. in form three, yes, okay, okay. yes, I was around seventeen. Wow. Yes, and I started with a small can of reds. Mm -hmm, yes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm. And uh, this is data still on the same from Nakada. They show that twenty-three point four percent of secondary school students have used alcohol in their lifetime. That so is true. You started when you were in high school. Yes? yes. 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 How did you get into using these substances? We used to have friends, eh? just like the way you have friends, someone comes, um, and actually, I'm sorry, let me first do this point, eh? to all the parents who are listening to me, please, we have youngsters in the house, we have, even though you take something small, maybe for your enjoyment, please, in that cabinet, 
have a key to lock. Mm -hmm. Because even the people who used to bring for us alcohol, their parents used to drink. Mm -hmm. So now this person mm -hmm. who's bringing for you alcohol will mm -hmm. take from where? From, from the, the parents. parents. Yes, yes, yes. And thank you for bringing that up. We're going to talk about the role of parents in, you know, raising awareness and educating their children yes. about drugs and alcohol use. Because mm. it all stems from the people you look up to. Mm. If you're looking up to your mom and your mom is an alcoholic or a drug user, the child will adapt to that kind of environment that is very true. the mom has set yes. for the kid. The first time when I used it, I will not lie to you, my dear listener. That calf high. Mm -hmm. eh? mm -hmm. I was feeling I'm on top of the world. Mm. Okay? Mm -hmm. So now it came to a place where, for example, I moved from that carrot that used to be stolen from this person's house. Mm -hmm. Now I started drinking vodka. Okay. Because the high of the reds was not taking me anywhere. Yes. <laughs> so... I took vodka, I took zinaitangwa makali. Nikakunywa, nikakunywa, nikakunywa. After that, eh, my friend came. Eh, there's something else that is rolled that is called marijuana. Mm -hmm. ah, 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 ah. Now the high now became no times too. Mm -hmm. Now you see now I'm graduating. Yes. Eh, from slowly. slowly and I don't know. Mm -hmm. eh, it came another place. This thing called Mira, I'm chewing the whole night. My eyes look like an old eyes because of not sleeping. Yeah. And now, now I've graduated. Mm. I'm taking Mira, I'm taking marijuana, Al and I'm taking, taking alcohol. alcohol. Mm. Okay? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I used to feel nice. Eh? Mm -hmm. I, went, I went like that for a very, very long time. How long can I, you say? Before I went to rehab, eh, I had... I was a user. I had used for like a, more than five, six years. More than five and yes, six years. Yes, I had oh, used okay. a lot, a long time. Eh? But there's one incident that made me know I'm not okay. Okay. All right? Mm -hmm. I went to Uganda and I, and I studied until form six. I came back to Kenya. Mm -hmm. I went to Daystar. This taster that is in, um, I was in the River Campus, oh, leave the okay. Valley Road one. Mm -hmm. Now there's one thing, eh? I didn't attend class for like three semesters. That is a full year. Yeah, that's a whole year. And the money is already paid, eh? Mm -hmm. So by the time that my mom came to know, and I thank her so much because she's already, she always holds my hand, eh? Mm -hmm. She came to know, no one knew that I was an addict. Okay. I moved from, uh, uh, what is it called? This spirit, so it's a spirit. I went and started drinking something called changa. Mm -hmm. I don't know if my listener knows changa. Uh, I'm sure because they now, I heard was, of it. <laughs> you know, now uh -huh. money is becoming tight. Yeah. Because my mom is understanding, she's saying, hey. And also, let me ask you, were you working at that time? No, no, I was in school. So how are you getting money? Pocket to... money. Okay, okay. And then when I went to the River Campus, I found you now another group that was much more worse than me. Mm -hmm. Now, notorious people. Mm -hmm. So now it came to a place, to a place where I started taking Changa. 
somewhere in Parklands, mm -hmm. in a ghetto. I became very dirty. But there's one thing that happened. Eh? In that Changaden, uh, it starts from 20, 10, 50. Mm. So I drank eh? and I felt a pana. So it's like, for example, now you get outside the house, now you go for fresh air. Okay. So it was not fresh air, my dear love. This girl was dying because she has already had excess alcohol. Mm. The body, I'm not eating. My work in the morning is to wake up. If I have 20, I go to the den. Yeah. And obviously, you'll not utakosa mtumonyata kutoa lock. Okay. At what point did you realize that you are in this very deep? Oh, now that time that I'm telling you I was dying. I went outside to take to have a fresh air. Yeah? Even the person who was selling for me asked me, hey, today you're not yourself. Mm -hmm. Because, like, for example, take for 100, I start makelele, makelele everywhere. Mm -hmm. But not that day. I was feeling it's like my stomach is aching. It's not, eh? Yeah. So when I went, I went outside. But the next thing I remember, I found myself in Mpisha Hospital. You were hospitalized? Yes. I was in a three-day coma. Wow. Alcoholic coma, coma. three days. Mm -hmm. I remember I was in a shanty house. Mm -hmm. But now, when I'm looking, the walls are full. They are all white. So now I had to be not there. I have a drip here for detoxification. Mm. Huh? Yes. I have another one because I don't have water in my body. Mm -hmm. And that time I'd already become, completely changed. Mm -hmm. I had anger like nobody's business. I could not take a cup. Who are you angry at? At myself mm -hmm. and whatever that had happened. You know, mm -hmm. there are sometimes, even you sometimes, eh, my dear, you can do something, eh, you regret. No one has made you angry. But you yourself, you are the one who has made yourself angry. Yes. So now from Mpisha, I was taken to rehab. Mm -hmm. Yes, and Dr. Frank Jenga. Mm -hmm. Yes. How was that for you, being hospitalized, then going to rehab? How was that experience for you? Because I'm sure that was the first time that it ever happened. Yes, it was the first time. But now I was under strong depression. So it led... To, to depression. depression, very bad depression. And the consequences, I became unhealthy. I was about to die. But I thank the Lord. Because sometimes when you're, when you're high, eh? and I think I'm, I'm talking to people who are over 18. Yes. When you're high, you lose coordination. Now, for example, mm -hmm. if I had gone somewhere that was bad, eh? Mm -hmm. And people didn't know me. Something like that happens to me. I would have been raped yeah. and killed or mm -hmm. something. Mm -hmm. you, you understand? The cases yeah. of women. Of course, and we are ladies. Mm -hmm. Yes, we are ladies. And I thank the Lord because of that. He protected me and he still protects me. Throughout. Yes, yes and mm -hmm. I thank him. Mm -hmm. Yes, and let me tell you, you know sometimes, eh? I'm a parent and I've gone through rehab I've relapsed many, many times, eh? Until it came to a place, I told God, God, you are the one who's going to take control, eh? Mm -hmm. 
But even us as parents, sometimes we do not do things that are okay. Because you as a parent, you should know my daughter or my son, this is the behavior my son does, this is the behavior my daughter has. So you should come, you'll see that, eh? So let me let me ask you something before you continue. Yes. Did you feel there was something missing in in your family, in yourself? Yes. Yes. That drove you into yes, taking yes, this yes, 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 yes. alcohol and yes, drugs. Yes, 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 yes. My depression started when my dad uh, divorced my mom. Okay. All right. And then I had a stepfather who actually used to see me as a house help. So my mom did not even realize what, what was going yeah, on. Yeah, she did not. Mm -hmm. They usually say, Now that one is the one that now made me. Ah. So that thing had been eating me mm. inside for a long time. And I did not know. Okay. But I thank the Lord because of my doctor, Dr. Frank Zenga. Mm -hmm. I opened up to him because I was not talking to anyone. Okay. I could not sleep, you see, like a window where there's no wire mesh. Mm -hmm. They thought that I would I'll commit suicide mm -hmm. because I had attempted suicide like two more times. Oh, you did? Yes, mm. but God still refused with me. Okay. But now I talked it out and I'm happy to say that my heart is okay. Wangari, you mentioned that uh, you went to rehab after being hospitalized. Was there any support from your family, your friends, or was there some form of alienation? That's why I call her my second God. She's my mom. She went with me through that journey, even as she became depressed, because she did not understand, because it was like a shock to her, but she didn't let me down. Community, please. Addicts are not murderers. Addicts need love. And that's why you see, that's why I'm telling you that people go to rehab and relapse. Because when I'm going, wherever I'm coming from rehab, say I'm coming from rehab, I know I'll go home, obviously, in the community. So you have friends, you have people, mm -hmm. you understand? Yes. Because you cannot stay in the house the whole day. So you'll go outside, sometimes go for AA meetings. Actually, they're the ones that helped me a lot. Mm -hmm. Alcoholic Anonymous meetings helped me a lot here at Consolata. And, but community can put you down. They can take you back to where you are from. Mm -hmm. Because for example, you're my friend. Your mom or your parents will tell you, don't talk to Wangari. Mm. Don't talk with Wangari. And then, imagine so and they those see you as, as, as yes, and uh, you like you alienated. Any you don't have. It's only your family, yes, and that's why I'm just saying addicts are not murderers. Addiction is a disease, and I think I told you guys that uh, it's just like, for example, I cannot see far. I'll go to, no, to an optician, and what will he do to me? He'll give me glasses so that I can be able to see what? To see, see far. far. Mm. But as a community, 
and as friends. Don't pretend to be my friend when we are together. Mm. Pewa, pewa, pewa. Mm -hmm, mm. And then when I'm sick, eh, mm. because addiction is a disease, when I'm sick, mm -hmm. I don't see you. Yes. When I was in rehab, we mm. had even people who were 60 years yes. old. Mm -hmm. When you go to AA meetings, mm -hmm. there's someone who said that he stopped drinking alcohol in 1984. Mm -hmm. But right now, if you give him a thought, it will, it will instigate or it will fungua him. Yes, now he'll go back to where he was. He was yes. You see, mm -hmm. so this is a disease. Yes. And we need people like you guys who come and hold our hands and say that, don't worry, everything is okay. Yes. Don't give me anything. But just give me that moral support. When you see me outside the the compound, mm -hmm. ah, you come and say, Ay, yes. my dear Wangari, you, you came back. How mm -hmm. are you? But some will even put the window of the cars up. up. They see you with their daughter or their sons, bus. They can even put for you something that even you don't know, they'll mm -hmm. tell you. And that time, you've not checked your daughter or your son. Exactly. And you do not know what is under what is going on or what is underlying. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Nakada also is doing its part. Yes, it is. It is. It's actually Nakada introduced uh, life skill programs in mm. primary schools mm -hmm. and also in secondary schools. Mm -hmm. These life skills programs teach kids on you know when to say no mm. or when to say yes, yes and when yes. to say yes. Ah. As we said, the parents also have a very huge role to play in yes. each one of their kids life because the human brain develops an interaction with the environment that's true and this kind of environment the child has the will to shape his or her development mm. so once a child is uh, put in an environment where the parents use alcohol or drugs the parent will think that uh, you know i'm doing i'm enjoying myself and maybe in the back of their mind, they're thinking, my kid should not be doing this. But at the same time, the kids are looking up to these parents. You know, having to take your kid through life skills and just tell them that, you know, when a friend comes with reds, they should say no. If a friend comes with That's marijuana, true. don't do it because it will lead to harm. There's nothing that, there's nothing good that comes from alcoholism and yeah. substance abuse mm -hmm. all right there there's isn't. nothing good that comes from and that's why you're seeing these days you take your child to school after two days ama a week or two weeks you're being called you come and get your child mara wametoma dom mara kumeenda sijuyaje it's why is it That's let me effects. tell you you see, even you cannot, for example, at Asilazima, you become at your from at a perspective at where your parents drink or whatever, ama alcoholism, home, ama whatever. But there's one thing that us as parents, we are doing wrong. These days, they are called digitals. Digital. It's digital. Sindio. Mm. You cannot talk to me. Because you are afraid that Sidri will hurt your feelings, Sidri will be depressed. Depression where? Mm. So when I come home, my eyes are red. I'll tell you, Mom, I have a, an eye condition. Mm. And that time, it's marijuana. Mm. You've taken it. Excess. So uh, let me ask you one question. Yes. How has this 
positively or negatively affected you and the people around you your family your relationships Okay. You you mentioned you you have a child how yes, has yes. that affected him in any way There's one thing I came to know even though your child is how old you'll pretend you you're very wise mm-hmm. they don't see what you're doing but they are very wise they are wiser than you they see what you do what, what you're, you're doing, doing. Mm. so for me positively I'll tell God thank you because I'm not under depression I'm a recovering alcoholic and I'm proud to say that and I thank the Lord because my mom has never let me go my sisters my sister my brother and I thank the Lord and my child still knows me mm-hmm. all right but now sometimes in life when you think about what you'd have been of or where you'd have been if it was not because of this thing you f- I feel very bad But I'll tell the youth one thing and the parents. Parents these days do not talk about do not talk to their children. Girls when there was covid when there was no school. How many girls have become pregnant? How many? A number. It's because I cannot I'll not come and sit Keith down at and tell him these days these aids I will sit him down mm-hmm. and tell him my dear as long as Obviously they are sexually active but I'll tell them my friend put a rub on it I don't want to be called a shosho right now and I don't want to start of AIDS so parents we have to tell our children call them call them call them and tell them when you do this that is private affairs you call them in the bedroom you tell them when you do this or you do that these are the consequences I wish my mom would have told me when she saw that I had started changing the consequences of of alcohol and drug use. Now for me, I tell my sister, I tell my brother, I tell them my cousins, I tell them. They think I'm crazy, but I tell them the truth. What advice can you give a lady who's listening to us right now? Ladies, we are strong. And in case you're going through whatever I've gone through, remember to pray and never give up in life because life will never you have to cross through bumps and do whatever, but let me tell you something, never give up. Mm-hmm. We are the queens and you are the warriors and we're okay. And please my dear listener, lady friend like me, mm-hmm. talk to your child. Yes. Talk to your sister's child. Talk to tell them the effects but don't you ever give up as joseph campbell said it is by going down into the abyss that we recover the treasures of life that where you true. stumble there lies your treasure that is true and i hope through wangare's story on uh, alcohol and drug use this has elevated each one of you and also motivated each one of you if you're using alcohol or any drug you need to go through rehabilitation or some form of treatment seek help um, talk to someone talk to also. someone yeah, talk, talk talk to, to someone exactly. because these things that people use it's like you have a lot of things in your head but look for someone who you trust see at mwenye utaambia maneno tena ikwe in the community at the talk of the town no yes, yes. and uh, nakada has a toll free line 
1192. You can be able to talk to the counselors there if you feel there's no one around you that you feel you can confide in. And ladies, just be safe. Take care of yourselves, take care of your health. You need to be present for you and your future because everyone has a future. No one should no one should make you feel, you know, that's the end of life. That's not the end of life. So ladies, thank you for tuning in. Thank you Wangare for coming. I don't know do you have any last words for Thank you for having me. God bless you yes. and God bless the work of your hands and God listen to our people. That's it. Thank yeah. you so much. God bless you. Thank you ladies and I'll uh, we'll see you next episode. Peace out. <laughs>